millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, the U.S. Senate, the Edwardian Caroline and Lancastrian Wars, Joey Devine, that one Drake song where he talks about Steph Curry and says Chef Curry with a shot, Benjamin Franklin. John Keen, B. Franklin Dog, special guest Josh Androsky, musical guest Jay Z when he does have a problem with a bitch, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Oh my 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 my, ladies and gentlemen germs, if you will. <laughs> what if those were both now your new catchphrases? <laughs> oh, no. Starting oh, at episode 100. <laughs> my, 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 my! Uh, it's me, Joey Devine, your host. Let me get these uh, catchphrases out of the way. It is lit fam. And hi. <laughs> Still unclear why those are my You've said them a hundred times now. More, probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's Round Ball Rock, and it's our hundredth episode. Sean Keen here as always. Sean, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Joey, do you remember what Dave's supposed catchphrase was? Under baby. That's correct. And uh, now he has a baby. Well, and now he lives six feet under, baby. <laughs> wow. He's dead to me. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh before I introduce <laughs> before I introduce our guest, uh just kidding. We love Dave and his uh newborn child. And eventually he will be back. Mark my words. 
Um, it is one o two in the morning, which might explain why this podcast has began this way. Uh, but also, guys, we've got a Facebook page. We don't really post on it, but if you like it, it'd be cool. Uh, we also have a Twitter at Round Rock Pod, uh, where we interact with the fans. So if you're a fan and you want to interact, feel free. Uh, big ups to that jazz fan who DM'd us who was mad about Rudy Gobert. That's right. Um, he specifically said, I don't come to you guys for uh, um, analysis. analysis, which is fair. Do not come to us for analysis. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we love you, jazz fan. Um, yeah. And we... We probably he he had a fair point. Well, Rudy Gobert might be a f- top fifteen player. You know what? According to a lot of people, he was ranked number fifteen. I think he is not number fifteen now. But you know who is Donovan Mitchell, baby? Ooh, he's <laughs> <laughs> number fifteen with a bullet. Um, all right. And uh, Sean, anything you want to plug before we get started? Uh, yeah, I'll be headlining the San Francisco Punchline on December twentieth. It's Wednesday night. It's going to be fun. Ooh, who else is going to be there? Uh, Joey Devine is hosting the show. Ooh, yeah, lit that performance fan. from Caitlin Gill, comedian. Oh, f- yeah, a former round ball rocker. Former round ball. She was on the, the Christmas episode. Yeah. And uh, Ben Kalina. Former round ball rock adjacent. Yeah, he did, a, he did a bonus episode about the NCAA tournament mascots. Yeah. Which, which ended up being like, a, a sad metaphor for Trump's America because I think he picked the Boilermaker from Purdue to win it all <laughs> because it was about industrialization, steamrolling America. I think uh, sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, so what time? Our where vaping again? is podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What time and where is that going to be again, Sean? Oh, it's going to be at 8 p.m. on Wednesday, December 20th, at the Punchline in San Francisco, 444 Battery Street, in San Francisco. All right. That's enough with the plugs. Let's plug our friend. Our, <laughs> our Are family. we networking? Yeah, we're, me- we're networking right now, Doug. Uh, Josh Androsky is here, host of the Left Coast Pod. Hello. Uh, also on Twitter at Shut up, Androsky, Not the really. skateboard rabbi. Uh, <laughs> All right. What else, are, what else are you famous for? Oh, God. Uh, you uh, wrote for Vice. Yeah. Um, you... Uh, I don't want to say the one thing I was going to say. Oh, the Cosby tweet? No. <laughs> well, that. Yeah, you uh, got kicked out of the leadership of the Democratic Socialists of America. Yeah, I resigned. For taking a picture with the with Bill Cosby's star. Look, at the time, I thought to myself, let's give a context-free reason for people to hate me. <laughs> it worked really well. I I totally stand by my decision to really do something shitty and dumb. Uh, and then also, um, like, profit off of it. I made $42,000 from that. Oh, Whoa. Yeah, wow. That's, that's the thing they don't tell you. Yeah. 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 When you're the... George tar- Soros paid you to well, take a picture with that yeah, star? Yeah. George Soros paid me. He was like, dude, sorry, man. You got to take down the left. And so the centrists paid me forty two grand. Oh, my God. In silver. Mm. It was just in, <laughs> in pieces of silver. Oh my God! That's why they wanted us off that standard. Just remember, you got to save two pieces for Cherith, the the fairy man, when you die. What? <laughs> Put them what over your lore? eyes, Wait, bro. What lore is that from? 
uh, American? I don't know. Wait, what, who's the, the fair Cherith the fair? Is that Greek? Uh, Sean, that you went is to Greek. Berkeley. No, that's, yeah, that's a Greek. Hold on myth. a second. Is it? Is it? Are you? Guys... I, I don't know how to pronounce it. It isn't it C H A R O N? Charon? I don't know. His I don't name. know. Cherith. Charon. Like, but yeah, Cherith you put you put like... coins over a dead person's eyes so they can pay the fare to cross the river Styx and enter Hades. Wait, so to get what if you just don't pay him and then you don't go to hell, hell? So if you don't pay, you don't go to hell. Yeah, but you're like it's kind of (laughs) cool. Actually, you find oh, you just gamed the you just gamed mythology, bro. (laughs) I'm sorry. Am I disrupting (laughs) (laughs) your light years ahead, dog? (laughs) (laughs) Zeus (laughs) 2.1. What happens is if you don't have the money, you're just on the fucking river and it's chill as hell. Yeah, Yeah. dude, you're just on a lazy river on the sticks. You don't Where are you going? I got nowhere to go, bro. You don't have to see Lady that scary dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you're just with all the cool dogs because none of the dogs are buried with cash. Yeah. So they've got this mean Cerberus on the other side, and you just have like Frisbee dogs. You just have yeah. Spuds McKenzie and yeah. Airbud. Yeah. <laughs> the dog that was in Independence Day. I'm just trying to think uh-huh. of dogs that were uh, in Homeward, The Homeward Bound dog, yeah. the old Eddie one. From the young one's dead now, too. So uh, yeah. All those a dog's purpose dogs all oh, those yeah. 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 all those dead dogs <laughs> all those died, dead dog actors died making that movie all the milos and all the otises oh, are the horses also there. from luck i was about to say <laughs> the horses from luck i was about to say the horses from luck and weirdly enough the surfboard from john from cincinnati <laughs> is there too um all right is this the milchiest pod you've done so far <laughs> no on Ralph um, all rock after dark <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, so now that they know who Josh is, yeah, we uh, pretty much <laughs> yeah. know now. Uh, anything you want to plug, Josh? <laughs> End of the episode. Um, <laughs> robot, play the news drop. This is round ball rock news, basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, guys, this week in the NBA, we had an ejection fest. Everyone got ejected. LeBron, Kevin Durant for the third time. Sean Levingston headbutted a ref. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Anthony Davis was ejected before he his groin muscle ejected him from playing. Yeah, we. <laughs> I, had a, I had a thought at first that... Um, he and Boogie Cousins had been arguing over a magical skull in the locker room, and he's like, oh, it'd be so easy if I could just yell at people and score. And the other guy's like, why? It would be so easy if I just had to play defense and shoot threes. And then they switch places, and that's why Anthony Davis got his first career rejection. Because he was actually in Boogie's body, and Boogie was oh, in like his Oh, like they body. both peed into that S- fountain like that Ryan Oh, that, that's... <laughs> Because the skull thing was weird. For me, it was like, wait, don't they have to work together to get their parents to not be divorced anymore? Right. But I was confusing <laughs> Freaky Friday with the parent trap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But either way, I would like to see Boogie and Anthony Davis work really hard to stop two people from getting divorced. That would be great. Uh, and those two people, Rajon Rondo and Tony Allen. <laughs> Whoa. <All right>. <laughs> 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 Straighten out their mess with togetherness. So here's my question about all these ejections. Yes. Uh, what's happening? Why? Why are referees too sensitive? 
Are they snowflake cucks, if you will? Whoa. <laughs> are these are, 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 have referees become the police? The yeah. PC police? <laughs> well, a bunch of, a bunch of these are are one technical ejections too. I mean, the headbutting one, I sort of get. Sorta. I didn't see it, but I mean, if you touch an official, it was just really weird how it happened too because he was like what was the angle well the ref also got suspended for a so week. yeah like Sean the was leaning like... his head down and then the ref kind of like definitely kind of walked into his head the ref was sort of like, definitely didn't move his head away the the ref was sort of like i'm not gonna let a guy with one acl sun me right now yeah <laughs> so wait he he i'm not touching you'd Sean Livingston into an ejection, sort of, and then he got he got suspended a week himself afterwards. Yeah, yeah. because you can't pull a little sister move. Yeah, no, you he can't. He walked into it. I would say. I think that's the younger sibling move. Yeah, you can't do that. And then he then he got ejected, and he kind of didn't make a big deal about getting ejected either. Livingston. It was his first regular season ejection. He did he get ejected, ejected from. One time. Was it was it game four of the finals? I think he got no, kicked out. No, it was uh, against Portland. It's why Steph Curry had to play that entire overtime. Oh, it's what led to my favorite Steph Curry moment. Actually, is Sean Livingston's ejection. Um, oh, was that fourth quarter against Portland? Yeah, it was game four or five. Game four, yeah, yeah. Um. But no, he got ejected in the second. But Steph Curry was supposed to be on like a minutes limit, mm-hmm. and then he played the entire overtime and scored like nineteen points. By yeah, himself he in he overtime. just it it went full Mark Jackson style at yeah. the end of that game. Luckily, there were no repercussions to his overwork later <laughs> in that postseason. <laughs> so, way to get that aggression out of your system, Sean. Uh, speaking of Steph Curry, we should probably now that he's come up, we should probably mention. Get get well soon. Yeah, he hurt his ankle, yeah. but it's negative, right? Yeah, the MRI. I mean, it's not a positive. Oh, hey, that much. Uh, I mean, basically, he didn't break his ankle. Right. His ankle has the good Hodgkins. Yeah, and well, and his zombie ligament in there, there's no damage. So yeah, he. Um, I heard it was actually a workplace hazard in the kitchen of Aisha's restaurant, and they've, they've been covering <laughs> it up. I he am... was gonna say he heard it on a moped, so she didn't get a visit from. Uh, OSHA, but Steph Curry getting injured led to me having like I'm not a I'm a pretty rational fan generally I would say, and I had a pretty irrational hot take, which is this is what all you Warriors fans on Twitter get for wishing Steph Curry like for preferring Steph Curry by himself to Kevin Durant. It's like you you blah 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 like. <laughs> It's like you wished this into existence, the sports gods. <laughs> uh, so I'm the worst. Uh, mm-hmm. Back to ref ejections, though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, th- there have just been a couple that have been on one technical. And it makes sense if you're touching heads. Like, that's out. But Kevin Durant's been ejected three times this season. He's been season, ejected though. three times. I, well, Do you want to talk about that or the sensitivity of the refs? Let's talk about Durant. Sure, let's talk about Durant. Sorry. <laughs> uh. So and it's it's always at the end of the fourth quarter too. So he kind of does it on purpose a little right. bit. Right. I've heard the take that and and I'm you know granted I don't watch the NBA as much as you guys do, but it makes sense that he's worried about coming off as soft because he took the ring chasing thing and now he's like 
uh, I'm I'm an angry guy. Look at me. And he just it just he looks like Roger Klotz. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where it's just like, dude, you're like big and goofy and like you're fine. Like you don't have to like be a bully because the only way that you know how to be a bully is fri- by watching like I'm going to shut down the community center type movies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he has the air of like, my dad's going to hurt you. (laughs) Right. Like he's not gonna. Yeah. He's a little bit like, um, (laughs) he's a little bit like, uh, like the second bully in like back to school right. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or like uh, the guy yelling, get him a body bag to uh, Danny LaRue. So Danny LaRue, that's not right. No. Uh, <laughs> Daniel, LaRusso. Daniel LaRusso. Wow. That those names are close, close though. <laughs> Look, He's wearing a sweater tied around his neck and it's like, you know, canary yellow. Like in, in this scenario, that's who he is. Yeah. It's really it, it yeah he's like he should be friends with Andrew McCarthy. Yes, a hundred percent. Not even James Spader because he's not that good at it. Um, all right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a movie that's like playing on Cinemax right now. Yeah, like it, it's a movie that you're like, oh man, I can't. Like, who would be the equivalent of like the '80s basketball player that you're like, how the hell was like this guy in this movie? Like, it would be like in a '90s movie if like. Uh, if the movie came out in, like, 1997 and, like, uh, Horace Grant was in it. Yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> like, what are you doing in this movie? Like, you have no reason to be Why in Why are this. you wearing goggles off the court? Like, it's it's nighttime. So my question for you guys about these ejections, though. Yeah. Like, let's move on from Durant. Oh, first off, one last thing. Cut it out, Durant. Anyway, <laughs> um, which NBA player should get ejected more? I mean, there's two elements to that. One is like, who's getting away with stuff, and he should be thrown out of games more. And I kind of, I'm not that. I I never want anyone to get ejected. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think of Bobby Portis is the obvious answer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think it would be tight if white shooting guard. Pat Connaughton just made it his thing that he gets ejected from every like game. in garbage time. Yeah, I'm like what are you doing, dude? He's like, look, people say Portland's soft, but obviously I am a pacifist and I oppose the militarization. Don't get me wrong, but I will, I will cheap shot another bench player from another team. What about Greg Monroe? Yeah, oh, like, just a guy getting ejected because he's mad. He's on. He got traded yeah. to the Suns. Right, and like, then how he's funny like, "Would that be like yeah. a new level of protest straight off the court into like a casino next to her? Like, I'm go, I'm out of here." Just, during tip off, he just kneels, and then just doesn't get up, and he's just like, I, "I'm protesting this. I'm protesting that I have to be here." It's a double technical. <laughs> Uh, I did think it was suspicious they kept kicking guys out so quickly, though. And I wouldn't be that surprised if there was some, like... Like a ratings grab thing? I was thinking, like, something that launches on Christmas Day. It's like a Nike campaign called, like, Eject Yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Is Durant making a move for, like, a Christmas, like, I'm the bad guy again? Oh, he's he's like the Grinch. Yeah. Wow, I, I bet he's like. I do you think that's like his level of villain, where he's like, oh, sh- oh man, 
the Grinch. That's what he's he really people respect him. Is he the no, he's not Chris Paul's the Jim Carrey of the NBA. I'm trying to think like No, who's, Kyrie Irving's the Jim Carrey of the NBA. Is he? Cuz I'm the new to, Jim Carrey. Yeah, the one who's like the self-serious. The one who's like fame doesn't exist and neither does the universe. I wrote myself a maximum contract with the Boston Celtics when I was 12 years old and then it happened. <laughs> yeah, that's total Kyrie Irving shit, dude. And sometimes he can't turn off Uncle Drew. That's <laughs> so funny. Those commercials on set, like off like during like, the break. He's hey, like, Kyrie, you can call you help me out? You gotta call me Drew. For the duration of this suit. And then his aunt's like, the real Uncle Drew wasn't this much of an asshole. <laughs> Kyrie. <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler's there. Paul He's Giamatti like... is there for some reason, just fucking furious. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot wait for Kyrie Irving's Tony Clifton. Oh, my God. <sighs> Tony Clifton probably believes that the world is flat, right? Nah, nah, it's funny I'll sail right off the edge, you jerk. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Tony, I'm, God, that's not pleasant. All right. No, it does make sense, the flat earther and Jim Carrey being an anti-vaxxer thing. Yeah, also. yeah. yeah it's Kyrie like Irving Kyrie. is definitely the NBA's Jim yeah. Carrey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've also said before he's the NBA's Joe Rogan, but anyway. <laughs> um, uh, oh, man. Wait. Okay. Who would be the funniest NBA player to watch in an isolation tank? Like, if you could get, like, a GoPro. JaVale McGee. Boban? Oh, no, Boban. It's Boban. Like, yeah. he's just, like, he's not even immersed in the tank. He's so big, and he's like, I don't get it. Why is wet? <laughs> My ankles are wet. Uh, I also, I feel like Goran Dragic would get really angry at the water. See, I think Goran Dragic would have, like, a real uh, epiphany in there that he and Zoran are the same. Because oh, his wow. brother's name is Zoran Dragic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, all right. Um, let's talk about this app, Sean. Shall oh, this we? Warriors app. Have you heard about the Golden State Warriors app? No. Josh, I insisted that this story be on the news. I saved it. I've saved it two episodes so we could talk about it with you. Oh, my God. So the Golden State Warriors had an app that... Uh, <laughs> you would. It was like a regular team app, right? You'd open it up at Just the news. arena, and it would tell you. No, it was for the arena, and it would tell okay. you like you're by this concession stand. Here's what to buy here. <laughs> this is on sale at the the store that's next door. But they're being sued right now. <laughs> Class action lawsuit. The Golden State Warriors are being sued because it turned out the app had microphone privileges and was recording you 24 hours a day. No. <laughs> so it was light years ahead of fucking Blackwater. Yeah. yeah. It, it was definitely designed by former assistant coach Darren Ehrman. Yeah. Who recorded Mark Jackson. Who famously right. got fired for recording Mark Jackson. On racketeering charges. <laughs> I, believe, I believe they had a RICO case against him. <laughs> What now, you... granted, granted, Mark Mark Jackson also committed RICO offenses, so it made sense. Of of like the tech 
bros that would be at Warriors games? Like, what do you think is the most insufferable conversation that was recorded on that app? Oh my they God. Honey, honey, where are my shoes with the individual toes? <laughs> I need, you know, I need to wear the shoes with the individual toes to drink my room temperature white Zinfandel. <laughs> they have hours of dudes talking about like Pua forums and being red pilled for sure. <laughs> Dude, it's the, like they have audio from so many jam pads, <laughs> so many little proto Travis Kalanicks or like the next Uber. I bet like 5% of what they're recording is dudes just ejaculating prematurely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> well, I mean, and that leads to my next question is like if you're whatever fucking Indonesian data farmer that has to go through yeah. that app. Like, are you legally obligated to report a crime that you hear? Right, because there's <laughs> been... Can, can you imagine, like, getting fucking caught? Like, it's the perfect crime. But your Warriors app, like, gets rid of your diamond heist. Who would... How do you crack the case? Ah, this 54-year-old guy being paid 80 cents an hour in the Philippines. Uh... <laughs> Heard you talking about blood spatter. <laughs> so the Warriors claim that the reason it had microphone privileges was in the stadium there were audio beacons that it would that's how it were it was able to tell where you were in the stadium. So the, and that it was an oversight that it was going twenty four hours a day. I sure. think <laughs> So are you just we're we should just assume that the visitors locker room at Oracle Arena is definitely bugged. Right. We should assume that everywhere in America is bad. <laughs> like literally we're talk we should be podcasting twenty four seven. Because we are. Yeah, we might mm -hmm. as well be. We all have like it's a Baked joke. Alaska had the right idea. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, base lean into it, dude. Like I'm I just got an electric car and it's so obvious that like I'm gonna get Michael Hastings. Like, oh like, like uh, for those of you that don't know, a uh, really good journalist, Michael Hastings, was 100% killed by the government. Um, like, his car was exploded, uh, like, multiple times. And I, it's just, I'm driving a microphone that is connected to the internet. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, at all times, I'm podcasting. You're going to get troned, dude. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the thing is like the Warriors new mascot's going to be the lawnmower man. <laughs> I also don't like that they're basically using sonar in Oracle Arena. Yeah, yeah. what's up with the fucking Oh yeah, so like Oh, that's why Manu was playing bad in the playoffs yeah. last year. <laughs> yeah, there's just a bunch of dolphins under Oracle Arena that <laughs> are controlling the just app. bashing their <laughs> I just I'm going to be honest, I owned this app at one point, and I'm just happy that when I owned it, just, it's a total coincidence. Oh. Every night before I go to bed, I hold up my phone, and I whisper, thank you, Joe Lacob. Uh -huh. Joe Lacob, you're a god wow. to me. <laughs> Every night. That's what I do. That's Just, why they signed my Omri Caspi. Yeah, that is they why they signed you. Omri you were, you were <laughs> sleeping going like, Omri, oh, you're such good cuts. <laughs> Dreaming about him. Um, so what do you think Joe Lacob is doing with these conversations, you guys? Jerking off. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's jerking off sex. for sure. Yeah, sex, sex stuff. stuff. But <laughs> also, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, you know, what, what I hope will happen is some – anonymous guy like some genius like tech like hacker person 
like here's this story and then breaks in mm -hmm. and like just has the fucking time or the Asperger's or whatever it takes to listen to all of these and then like builds because you know that like Peter Thiel, you know, oh, like, yeah. downloaded it at a party because he was fucking pressured and he was like, oh, Joe, yeah, no, I downloaded. Of the course, app. the audio. No, beacons. look, here's yes, the app. Yes. yes, I have the app, Joe. And and so you could build a case against all these tech guys and like use it in the court of public opinion, like the Mark Furman tapes. Here's the defense <laughs> I would use if I was Joe Lacob. Just first off, don't defend, don't defend yourself, Joe Lacob. Just pay these people. And that will include me, because I'm sure, because I downloaded the app, I'll Hell be in yeah, that class action lawsuit. I think, I think you, can, bucks. you can join a class action lawsuit via podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, here's how he should defend himself, though. He should just show the Dark Knight, and he should be like, I was trying to find the Joker. Some men want to <laughs> watch the world burn. I was, I was trying to find the Joker, and it was the only way I could do it, and then when I was done... I had Jerry West type his name into the computer and it melted this <laughs> it melted the system. <laughs> Cause that app was the Dark Knight app that they were mad about. Just cell phones on twenty four hours a day using sonar. <laughs> God damn it, dude. And nope, there wasn't even a blind bat action man no. running around. Well, JaVale McGee. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> why why do we get sued, Master Wayne? <laughs> So we can settle and get up again. <laughs> you know, this one time in the forest, I had to pay a man a ruby the size of a tangerine because I lost a clash. <laughs> man, once again, he was a war criminal. <laughs> yeah, Alfred in the Dark Knight. Look, there's one thing that you take away non-basketball related uh -huh. from Round Ball Rock. It's that Alfred Pennyworth from the Dark Knight was a war criminal. <laughs> he was a war criminal. Um, on to more fun news. Uh, Nerland's Noel. Oh, yes. Uh, these... Oh, is this the Christmas part? This no, is yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nerland's Noel, the center uh, for the uh, the 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 center former number play. six yeah. pick in the draft, <laughs> traded to the Mavericks, botched his free agent negotiations. Now does not is not in the eleven man rotation. Uh, he was Woof. photographed mid game. It was halftime. Uh, he went to the media area at halftime and ate a hot dog. <laughs> uh, he did not play in the first half, and then he did not well, play in the second before half. Before you say that, you have to. when asked why he was eating a hot dog, he said, quote, I need energy for the second half. He did not play in the second yeah. half. Dude, uh, it takes a lot to clap, man. Well, his explanation was that he had been lifting weights really hard before the game to stay training. And he needed protein. Yeah, and then Rick Carlisle started started just listing downtown Dallas hot dog establishments, basically, <laughs> that could sponsor him or perhaps employ him because he's... <laughs> I can't believe how sad this story got, though. 
the hot dog story just, no, just Nerland's the Nerland's Noel, Noel story. Yeah. I mean, the hot dog story is a cry for help. Yeah. <laughs> you can, you can, dude, you're a basketball player. You can get a guy to bring you a hot dog to the fucking locker room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Going I mean, he to the media area yeah. is a cry for help. The only thing that would have made it sadder is if he went to the fan concession stand and like waited, waited in line and paid, <laughs> paid full price. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good Nerland's Noel outfit. Also, why are you wearing it? Yeah. <laughs> Fellow fan. <laughs> Do you think he put ketchup on that hot dog? I'm gonna say no. I don't think Nerland's Noel is a ketchup man, dude. I think he, he spent a lot of time in Philadelphia. Aren't they an anti-ketchup city? I think they're like like whiz. <laughs> you put a tasty cake in there. <laughs> yeah, you, a couple batteries. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> you boil it in Frank's soda. And then um, you just yell you actually, at it. You just play the knockout game <laughs> with it. You just. Sneak up on the hot dog and punch it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess we have to talk about this. Uh, LeVar Ball, guys. He, he pulled his Ugh. son, Leangelo, out of college. Why do we have to talk about it? Well, he... Uh, it's a story. <laughs> it's a news story. How much How much stuff do you think he stole from that dining hall at UCLA, though? <laughs> on his way out the door. Like, like is he... Just silverware, or do you think he like a full chafing dish? Man, I heard a steam a, tray. I heard a take that I really like, and now I'm a fucking uh, Lavar Truther. Oh yeah. Oh okay. I'm a Lavar Truther now. I think it was Black Trey on the Basketball Friends mm-hmm. who who said this. Uh, Lavar and Leangelo planned that whole thing. The like the heist. Thing? Yeah. Yeah, to generate media attention because he knew he wasn't going to get drafted. To ge- because, but then why pull him out of school because they claim he's going to get dra- so he's going to work on to get drafted now. No, he's just going to sign. He's just going to get money and sign. Sign where? International. Like I heard that there was an offer out from like a Latvian team. That's what uh, uh, I think it was Black Trey was saying, and and so it makes sense if you like connect the dots. Is like. You know your kid's not going to get drafted, right? And, like, (laughs) fucking Lonzo stock isn't exactly high right now, so you can't, like, get on, like, the way that you would, which is like, yeah, 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 we'll take a flyer on this unrestricted free agent or whatever. Um, That's not happening. So get him money. And and also, like, now that you, like, made this deal or whatever, watch, like, more shit come out from China. Big baller China, dude. I just don't think after what – so, wait. <laughs> you think they orchestrated – you and this take from Black Trey. Allegedly, Black Trey Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, you think that they purposefully got arrested for shoplifting – then purposefully got in a fight with Donald Trump, all because they already know a year out that he's not going to get drafted by anyone? I think that LeVar Ball (laughs) is just fucking milking this for as much as possible. And I think that he thinks if he's smart right now, it's never going to be hotter. If If he's an honest guy and he's like, I need my shtick to last as long as possible, I need to fucking make some shit happen because my... The one really good kid might not be great at basketball. Like, wouldn't this play into, like, he's never going to be on fucking WrestleMania again. Do you think he's, do you think this is going to be like the beginning of a spree 
for Leangelo. Like a crime spree? Yeah. That's smart. <laughs> That's smart. Spring Breakers, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be so great. Right? He goes full riffraff. Or maybe he just gets a bunch of other dudes like Steph Marbury and like they do oh. like an Ocean's Eleven of China. God, the Ocean's Eleven of, Jimmer. of like, yeah, Jimmer's part of that for sure. Yeah, uh, Jimmer he, and Marbury like grudgingly respect each other, but they really clash at the beginning, mm-hmm. right? Um, oh, and the well, big... Marbury also needs to be convinced because he's beloved by the Chinese people and like, yeah. you know, he has got such like. Do they get you know they get Rodman because they have to do something in North Korea? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. So Rodman, that's four. I think Robert Swift is involved. He's like the munitions guy. Mm-hmm. I think they get Yi to turn. Okay. Oh, and he's like their guy on the inside. <laughs> no, yeah. Yao Ming. Yao Ming. No, Yao would never do no, it. That's Yao the would thing. never that's do it. That's the thing. The plan. No, they rob work. Yao Ming. No, the plan doesn't work <laughs> unless they get Yao. The plan doesn't work, and that's the whole thing. Is like. He's the big fish that the whole other team has to, like, convince to come on. I feel like when they open that vault at the end and you're like, there's only 10 former basketball players. And then inside the vault, Biz and Dele. He's just been hiding and waiting for this moment ever since. The D.B. Cooper of the NBA, Biz and Dele. Speaking of murdered NBA players, uh, this is not on the rundown, but I thought I should say this. They finally made an arrest in the murder of Lorenzen Wright. So how what, did Monte Ellis's wife finally crack that? Yeah, case I don't in know, Memphis? but I'm happy because Lorenzen Wright was a good good guy, good guy. Plus, plus, plus. All right. Um. So Chris Paul, Sean, I didn't see this story. Yeah. Uh, do you want to walk us through this Chris Paul story? I guess they were just asking Chris Paul about like missing the Clippers, and he said that he. He talks about he talks to DeAndre Jordan just about every day, even though he's in Houston. Which what do they talk? We about? try to we mean the Hoopers. <laughs> yeah, they talk about all the fun they had. In <laughs> They're that. On set. They had on a set. they had a three season commitment from CISO, and then it all <laughs> fell apart. They talk about how good the crafty was that one yeah. day. <laughs> Oh man, and they're uh, I, I and they're like Dan but, Gill. They talk about Dan yeah. Gill. Well, they were gonna do that fucking crossover episode with uh, Take My Wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a bummer! Uh, it's just it sucks. So, and yeah, uh, they just talk about what could have been. I feel like they talk shit about Blake. That's oh what they yeah, do on that's their what they're doing. But but no, the main Doc. Re- yeah. It's uh, Doc and Austin. Doc and mainly. Austin. <laughs> yeah, basically everyone else on the Clippers. Do you saw DeAndre hired an agent today? Yeah, he's so. gonna get traded. He's getting traded. Anyway, the only reason I brought up that story is that I thought hearing about it would make Kendrick Perkins feel sad. <laughs> <laughs> the king of. You all went to the movies and they didn't call Perk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Sean, one last thing. Yeah. Will you explain to Josh Androsky on the air that Cliff Paul died? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Have you seen this commercial yet, Josh? Okay. Is this the, like, for some reason, seven-minute-long commercial? <laughs> yeah. It feels <laughs> endless. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's like a party, and they're showing slides in the commercial, so it's like nostalgia for earlier commercials, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, because nobody asked for this. Like, nobody was like, oh, you know what? Man, Chris and Cliff, this trade's going to break up the team. Yeah, the why duo would that you, we know and love. Did you think of them as specifically existing in Los Angeles anyway? Uh, yeah, right. Also, like, why couldn't Cliff fucking move? That's 
Yeah. Why couldn't Cliff just like be like, "You're an insurance agent, dude. <laughs> like this is your brother. You just you met your brother for years, <laughs> and now this party is like you're never gonna see each other again. What if Cliff like is like super nice, and is like. I'm so glad Chris is moving. <laughs> I can't. It's like a huge yeah. dick. And I got to throw this elaborate party and just be like, mm, I got to stay in L.A. The L.A. insurance community needs me. Yeah. Yeah. But it's I'm gonna the throw number one party. market. I can't move down in insurance markets. <laughs> I just can't. I mean, and, you know, there's so many other insurance salesmen I'd have to share clients with. Well, and yeah. he gives the worst part about the commercial, Josh, is have you noticed the end? When he gives the Oscar Nunez card? Yes. <laughs> like setting up a future Chris Paul Oscar Nunez campaign. You know what? I hope there's not one. And I don't I hope know. that Oscar Nunez dies. I don't hope he dies. Well, no. that's good. Because no one thought that's what you were hoping. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. If he did die, <laughs> I really hope that they address it in the commercials. <laughs> They're like, ironically, I bought, I just bought life insurance from him. <laughs> See, what if what Oscar Nunez should do right now is demand too much money for the next That's one. So funny. He, he should buy the ball. He should be like, I want more than you pay Chris Paul for this commercial. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, we talk about that commercial too much on this podcast all right um but maybe that's our thing now we always explain yeah. the cliff ball set just whatever new guest we ever like you see what they're fucking doing we gotta expand <laughs> the fun. universe um <sighs> all right our last part of the news is called glad dad sad dad it's a new feature sean do you want to do you want to walk us through it yeah this is a new feature called glad dad sad dad <laughs> and uh what it is is it's one story that'll make dads glad Coupled with a story that'll make dad sad. So you want dads at a nice even. So nice you, look, being that's what being a dad is. Yeah, so dads, uh, dads out there, um, for our next for the next time we run this segment, I want to know. This will be our Twitter poll this week. Do you want the good news first or the bad news first? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, only dads can vote in this. Only poll. dads can vote. Hold on conservatively estimate yeah. what percentage of your listenership is dads 15 percent. i was gonna say like 22 percent dads. all right so let's say like 17 and a half percent 17 and a half percent dads yeah. <laughs> which all means right. we should get three votes i mean our <laughs> list <laughs> all right sean walk us through glad dads <laughs> So uh, I'm going to give you the good news first this time. Glad Dad. Our Glad Dad story is that referees are calling 58% more traveling violations oh, yeah. this year. What does a dad like better when watching an, an NBA basketball game than to, to call traveling from the couch and also to complain that the NBA does not call traveling anymore? Well, that's my question. If uh -huh. they're calling more traveling, aren't the dads sad that they don't get to complain about no they, they don't they, call love, traveling. they just love traveling violations no 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 i i'm i'm in the middle here uh-huh initially dads are much happier yeah right they're like yeah 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 but then they slowly start to realize who am i if not a reaction to not being the, yeah not uh, having travelings being called and then the game is emptier more hollow 
I would I would say we should revisit that when there's been a little more data for yeah, the yeah, year. Absolutely. I think right okay. now dads Small are glad. Size. Dads cuz cuz if it would have to be met with like a decline in free throw shooting performance mm-hmm. because if you're not yelling they don't call traveling anymore you have to say ah that's I why they call hit. them free. Yeah. Yep. Uh dads out there as an extra uh I want you to reply to the poll whether you're happy or sad. They're called no glad or sad. (laughs) Well, no, whether you're glad they're calling more traveling violations or sad that you can't complain about traveling violations as much. Yeah. All right, Sean, what are Dad sad about this week? Uh, David Lee announced his retirement. Oh man, David Lee and and I gotta say, David Lee very popular among dads. The I most think that's indisputable, right? Yeah, he's, easily the he's most. He's white. He sort of dunks. Uh, T.J. McConnell now he becomes gets Dad's of, favorite player. I think. God, if T.J. McConnell, if he just starts hitting the boards a little bit more, <laughs> Dad's love boards. Not Aaron Baines. No, he's hit bad. Hit the hair, foreign, the, the hair, haircut, like yeah, the yeah, hair, yeah. Uh, I think it's T.J. McConnell. Could be T.J. McConnell. God, can you imagine if Powell was fucking uh, American? Oh, Too flashy, I think. Weirdly, no. He's he's per, he's a perfect dad player. Maybe believes in the value of an education. Uh, he's too European. That's for what dads. I'm saying. If he was born in America, no. But even his game is like his very name was European. Paul, if his name was Paul Gassel, <laughs> yeah. Uh, David Lee also recently got engaged, so he retired. But he is well on his way to becoming a dad, too. Good for him. I don't man. believe he's a dad yeah. yet. I think he's going to be a good dad. I think so too. I think Look, he's like the, the inverse of Bogut. You cannot spell David without D A D. Wow. Wow. And also, is there another basketball player whose name is most of the name of a guy that dads love? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> is there like is there a basketball player named Bruce Spring? <laughs> 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 I have to think about that one. Um. <laughs> yeah, this is Bob Sieg. He plays <laughs> for Detroit. You know who the ultimate dad player would be, actually? If uh, Paul Millsap was white. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Streetball Paul? Yeah, it's not Streetball Paul. Streetball Paul, sorry. Paul. Sorry, fundamental. <laughs> yeah, regular Man. Paul. Dad, Streetball Paul dad would, dads would hate. Get him out of here. Yeah, regular Paul they love. Boo, go back to Utah. <laughs> um, all right. Josh. Yes. You were, I believe, our second guest. On the hey. podcast, right? I think that's right. Second or third. Yeah, wow. that's why you asked. We asked you to come to our hundredth episode because the first two guests died. Um, <laughs> it, it, Cliff Paul killed them. Um, Who was our first guest? It was Brendan McGowan. Oh, Brendan was our. Was our then Josh was our second guest. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll have Brendan on someday again yeah. when he gets back from Hawaii, Hawaii. and being mad about mad about like papalism or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'd, we're going to play uh, <laughs> which NBA player would be the best Pope. Oh, that's actually a good game. <laughs> that is that's really actually... Game. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Um, um, who would... Now, Josh... Wait, oh, Damian who Lillard. Would? Damian Lillard, too much mm. rapping. You yeah, can't have a Pope rapping, that raps. Though. Dude. I bet this new Pope raps, actually, right? D'Angelo Russell as the young Pope. No, yeah. he, the Pope wouldn't film... 
wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. The Pope dude. would ask, Jesus would tell that Pope not to leak that. No, Didn't, wouldn't the Lenny, video. the young Pope, do that? I know, he's but kind of he, dirty. But the he wouldn't Pope's release make... it. He'd blackmail the guy. <laughs> right, but that's what I'm saying. Give him more institutions instead of just the anarchy of Twitter and see how he can really thrive. No, Devin Booker, dude. Everyone hates Devin Booker. I know. That's why. No, I want like a medieval I got warrior you. Pope. No, here's, your, here's bad, your young Pope. A bad guy Pope. It's Lonzo Ball, dude. No. no. Lonzo's <laughs> too nice on the outside. He's No. It, it's got to be It's gotta be either somebody hilarious like Brian Scalabrini, mm-hmm. like current sideline Brian Scalabrini, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, or, or Bill Walton, like along the same lines. Yeah, yeah. Or it has to be like fucking russ <laughs> like, is this is this are we talking about the pope of basketball or the pope the leader of the catholic church i'm saying the pope i'm thinking of like the old time when like the catholic church was an empire oh like oh like someone who's also the general of the papal yes. states yes oh okay yes uh, a warrior pope lebron no, no, He'd no. He'd be the best pope. He can't be the pope. <laughs> no, LeBron already is the pope of basketball. Yeah. It's who you want to be the pope of basketball. Like, who do you want just in charge of, like, unlimited resources and everybody has to bend to their wins? James Harden. Like, as infallible? But don't you think he would be boring? No. no. Well, not when he crucifies Moses Malone Jr. on his first day. <laughs> Uh, James Harden would be the the basketball pope that effed the most. I kind of get Devin Booker though, <laughs> right? Like, like I, you kinda, want the devil, right? And he's kinda, he's like young, and he might be kind of magical. Yeah, he's like a Slytherin dude. Didn't he even get? I think Devin Booker week... Slytherin for sure. Oh, absolutely. As a Slytherin who just went to Harry <laughs> Potter land, yeah, Devin Booker is. Like we're we're past. That was an early episode thing we did, yeah. right? Didn't we name who was? <laughs> which, I don't know. I believe I just keep getting before. Hufflepuff, and it's I a bummer. I also get Hufflepuff. It's a bummer. And it bums me out. Honestly, it's because it's true. It's true. I know. <laughs> I'm uh, a Slytherin, and it's true. The most Hufflepuff <laughs> basketball player for sure is Leandro Barbosa, though. We've definitely <laughs> talked about that before. Um, <laughs> but like, who would be the worst? basketball pope Carmelo Anthony and you're gonna you be indifference <laughs> what are you saying that because of indifference he'd be the worst pope yeah oh I think he'd be a good pope you think Carmelo would be a yeah, good pope I think he'd be a good pope <laughs> <laughs> look I mean like the thing that's difficult though oh, is Derek that Rose Derek Rose would be the worst pope he would yes. be the worst yeah, pope. He's yeah. The worst pope. there we go uh, and actually the Catholic Church and Derek Rose's organization would have a lot in common uh, do you think also Carmel- Derek Rose coming back? By the way, congratulations! Thank God, Thank God for your contractually mandated shoe deal, <laughs> keeping this facade of a career going. Yeah. here's to seven more years. Let's prop up the rapist. All right, uh, Josh. Yes. On the second, as our second guest, yeah, you did a thing where. We talked to you about how you weren't a basketball fan, but you've become one. Yes. You're and now you're pretty much all in on basketball, right? I mean You were a football guy, but football grosses you out, so now you're all almost basketball. I'm not there yet. I would okay. say I'm sixty football, forty basketball. Uh but that is that was tested 
by Aaron Rodgers getting hurt. Like then it became like 50-50 for a little bit, but now Aaron Rodgers is coming back and there's a chance that the Packers are Oh, that would be so Literally great. if the Packers beat the Browns, the winless Browns, uh with Brett Hundley as quarterback, Aaron Rodgers is eligible for the next game against Carolina. If the Packers win, then they have advantage over Carolina to sneak in as the last wild card. So if Josh, the Atlanta Falcons just lose on Sunday, they could be tied and have a tiebreaker. But, yeah. Josh, I have a question for you. Normally, we do not talk. We have a no football rule on this podcast. Yes. But as a weed man, yes. uh, how I'm conflicted would you right feel now. if Josh Gordon beats the Packers this weekend <gasps> oh. single-handedly? Dude, that's such a bummer. And like, as a Josh. I know. Because, look, we're not – there's one good Josh. It's Josh Brolin. And <laughs> and and even then, like, I'm not sure that he hasn't done some horrible things. No, he had, I mean? he, I believe he has, like, a domestic violence oh, arrest. Jesus. What about Josh Hum? Oh, Gad, dude. Oh, Gad. <laughs> oh, Gad. No! Oh, Gad. Oh, his his Gad. last name sounds like – he makes me feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Zooks. But anyway, answer the question. I. If he vaped, if he if he like if his celebration because they, they laxed the celebration mm-hmm. rules. If his celebration included pulling a vape out of his sock. Oh, my God. And vaping. Then I would absolutely 100% root for that. Now, but what short could, of that, could he? Is it possible for him to vape something that would be illegal? Like he can't, he can't really vape tobacco on the field. Right? I mean, there's nothing specifically against it, I guess, other than stadium regulations. I think, yeah, maybe, maybe you can smoke on the. Yeah, I think you can. Bl- I think you can blow clouds. I mean. Okay. <laughs> Can but is imagine? there like so, would is there something like a neutral material that he could still like maybe there's something that would be cloudier even. Well, I mean like there's so the vape is like zero nicotine vape. Like the uh-huh. the worst people in the world use that. Oh, just, to like, just water vapor, bro. Yeah. Just oh, you're like rolling clouds. coal with your lungs. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, you're just blowing fat cotton. Yeah, um, you're just blowing clouds, dude. Okay, yeah. So if he's doing a zero nicotine vape, I don't think that's no, but no, it has to be. It has to be something. It has to be yeah. weed. Uh, no, it doesn't. He's in recovery, it Josh. Doesn't. Yeah, we're all in recovery, baby. Uh, <laughs> fucking, I don't know. I'm now. I'm just thinking of Vlade Divac and like the, okay. the greatest what? moment in history in sports history is Vlade smoking cigarettes in the tunnel of the forum. <laughs> Like, like imagining him vaping okay. right now as like the king's like horrible executive. What if Josh Gordon vapes and he makes it say like a skywriter? Fuck Roger Goodell. All right, then <laughs> I one hundred percent am. I. What if they're like the Browns are twelve and zero now thanks yeah. to that moment? Yeah, they they should be. If that happened, the Browns should retroactively win every Super Bowl yeah. ever. <laughs> And everyone would be like, "Yeah, dude, like that's really cool." He did you see? He did a Chris Angel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Josh yeah. was out of the league for two years, and now he's banned from the NFL. Yeah. But somehow he's like the Secretary of State now. <laughs> no, dude, he just has a Patreon yeah. for just like twelve million dollars a month. Uh, I would vote for him for everything if he did that. But no, he won't do that. But the only reason I brought up the NFL, right? 
is because you want to talk about how much better the NBA is than the NFL. It's so much fucking better. It's <laughs> it's really it's really astonishing how on every single level it's better, and um, league pass, stadium, uh, the stadium feed, the which stadium I told you to feed. get. Like okay, <laughs> here's the thing. There's like television, Wait. and then there's jumbotron television. Oh. Yeah. And in these political times where everything on television is either like a fake voice going like, oh, you deserve something, don't you? Because you're just a baby. Aren't you just a baby? Or going like, hey, you fucking cuck. Yeah, your wife's (laughs) fucking someone right now because you don't have a fucking Kia Sorento. Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, right? Like. (laughs) Like, be- between that, like, weird infantilization of, like, our generation of, like, isn't adulting hard and, like... <laughs> while, the... like, uh, while, like, Peter Bjorn and Jan yeah, play. Right. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's the xylophone mixed with the uh-huh. uke, like... Mm-hmm. And ding, meanwhile, ding, a, ding, ding. like, a, an impotent middle-aged man's like, I just can't get the counters clean right, enough. Right, right. <laughs> so, like, the the pure... Just unabashed, like, goofiness of somebody getting caught while dancing. Yeah. Um, and or having to kiss somebody mm-hmm. is the only form of entertainment that I feel has any value right yeah. now. I like when they put the pictures of drums. Have you seen that one yet? Not yet. Oh, it's great. It's like, this is the drum challenge. <laughs> and it'll be like, oh, yes, congas. I have seen that. And like, yes. people have to air conga. Yes. Oh, it's my, that's that was great. bad for a podcast. But you know what's, you know what's <laughs> terrible, though? Like, soul crushing is when it's like um, a, 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 a stadium bit that turns into bad improv everywhere. Yeah. Where oh, it's like, yeah. where it's like, oh, they're on the kiss cam. Hold my beer. What? He's drinking the beer. And it's like the worst. <laughs> Local dinner theater actors in Milwaukee I performing it. this sketch. I fucking love that shit, dude. I love that. You know why? We're not supposed to see it. We are not supposed to be watching oh, right. fucking this ham fucking get $75. So, Josh, here's a question for you. Would you buy a league pass option that didn't have the games but just had the Jumbotron parts? How much? Mm, how much do you think that would cost, Sean? Well, it would be like... Give me a number you think I would... like. like what do <laughs> well, you how, think? Much, how much does League Pass itself break down to for it's the like month? It's like 200 a year, something 300 like a year, something like that. Yeah, like 300. So let's say... It's 50 bucks a month. 50, yeah. So let's say for just Jumbotron... 10 bucks a month. I was going to say 25. A month? Yeah. I would do it for 120 bucks. <laughs> I would for 120 bucks on demand 24/7 and here's yeah. the thing, here's what it would need. It would need to have like a super cut. It would need to have like my money would need to go to one guy to do a red zone channel. Oh, um, oh yeah. Like of like okay, it's it's just the good ones. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like I don't need to see the fucking trivia question or whatever. I want to see the inflatable dolls fuck or the inflatable costume guys like hit each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. I you want to see, see those weird silver twins who like yeah. make statues of yes. themselves every yes. time like <laughs> nine second graders are playing a team of 12 second graders. At I want time. it. You're I getting want every it. minute I of want that. that. Yeah. yeah. That's just like the puppy bowl every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it, dude. That's the only content I crave. <laughs> 
So that he, and that's why the NBA is better than the <laughs> NFL. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, because look, like you watch the NFL jumbotron, it's like they'll have you know, like even at a baseball game, it's like oh, it's a cap dance. And then I was watching one at this. It was like a 49ers Arizona Cardinals game. And they picked out a fan, and it was like if you push this button, you get seventy five thousand dollars, but somebody in India is gonna die. <laughs> Like that's not a Having fun a game. game. No, it's a football game. That's crazy. Oh my god, Jesus it's Christ! All, it's only seventy-five grand. It seems like both too high and too low. <laughs> so they're just doing like the uh, what the yeah like, the box. The fucking, it's, that's so funny. Like at football games, they'll just bring out like veterans now, and they'll just be like, "All right." One of these guys gets a job, and the other three have to be homeless. Yeah. So you got to put on these presidential bobblehead costumes <laughs> and run yeah, 40, and whoever wins the 40 gets health insurance. <laughs> yeah, that that is weird that the football entertainment has gotten really on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the Seahawks had one where it was all these people who uh, lost their health insurance from work, and they were allowed to get one hit from Earl Thomas. Mm -hmm. And the key was they had to be injured enough to get on disability, because otherwise, (laughs) like, we just crack a rib. I saw one that was just, uh, it was, it was, it was just a millennial in the stocks and Mike Pence was throwing tomatoes at him. Wow. <laughs> and it wasn't even a Colts game, no, right? No. no. <laughs> it was a Redskins game, That's believe weird. it or not. Yeah, and they were throwing the tomatoes at the face. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards they had to parade him around. He was the new Chief Wahoo or whatever. <laughs> and he was like, but I'm woke! But I'm woke! <laughs> You know, it's, it is weird. I, I have noticed, like, now they're, like, trying to make you just, like, have entertainment, like, at all parts of the stadiums. Yeah. And in the bathrooms, the fact that you can pilot an actual drone in Kandahar. Is yeah, right. Really, it's just, it's like, you know you're not really paying that close attention to it, but you're going to push the red button anyway. And the yeah. next thing you know, whoops. Like, oh, how do we end up in Yemen, you know? But at the same time, that means that every four popcorns you buy, you get... You know, a child-sized popcorn for free. I will say I did like – I went to a Dolphins game this year, uh-huh. and I did like that all of Section 123, Row 56, got to do lines of Coke in a back office with that – That one that coach. One coach, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, that, was, that was cool, I guess. That was a pretty good giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I but the thing that's really weird is that, like – the the Jacksonville uh, stadium is acknowledging climate change uh-huh. by putting part of the stadium underwater. Yeah, uh, by having the swimming pool in the stadium, it'll uh, like it, it. It just gets you ready for when there isn't going to be a Florida, and the Jaguars are going to have to play aqua football, mm-hmm. and Blake Bortles will still be bad even though he gets a jet ski. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely has tried to ride a jet ski inside that stadium already i feel like if there's one team that's gonna be like the water world team it's like the good guys are jacksonville the bad guys are the bucks and there's like a captain phillips like moment where deshaun jackson's like look at me look at me look at me i'm the fast one now <laughs> just speeds away 
Um, all right. That's so that's, and that's why the, why the NBA, NBA is, is better, better than, than the NFL. NFL. It's better. No, but for real, the NBA is run by Jews and black dudes. So, like, of course, it's going to be better. I've this is a, my hottest take, but I think you can trace back everything wrong with America to Protestantism. And having Protestants in charge of your football league means it's the least fun. Wow, dad's just got real sad. Wow, that take. sad. Um, dad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so, what you did on your first episode. Josh, the first time you were on yes. Ball Rock, you went to Summer League yes. with Dave Schilling as a non-basketball fan. Right. You are more of a basketball fan now, yes, but I am. not quite enough where you wanted to revisit some of the guys you saw in Summer League two years ago yes. and ask us, where are they now? Okay, so I wrote plus minus scouting reports, like, there. Like, mm-hmm. while I was there, I just, like, wrote this... Uh, I feel like that's more honest. Yeah, so let's see how the amateur scout Josh Androsky did two years later. This is basically like hotornot.com. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, but here's the thing. This is my casual fan scouting report. Yeah. So it's judged purely on entertainment value. Okay. Because I know know myself enough to know that I don't know how to judge somebody based on whether or not they'd be good at basketball. Mm -hmm. But I do know myself well enough to know uh, how to judge somebody based on whether or not I want to watch them play basketball. Right. Okay. So um, this is the the f- the first one. Um, I don't think this guy's in the league, and this is a very specific way to watch him. Um, his name is Alan Williams. Is he on the Phoenix Suns? Yeah, yeah he, he actually got a got monster a, contract. He got a big contract. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> tight. Okay, that rules. Um, so his parents were sitting right in front of uh-huh. us Whoa. during the game. Um, and I I now can say unequivocally that watching any sporting event one row behind the parents of one of the players, it increases the entertainment value by, I'm going to say conservatively, two to 500%. It's interesting you say that because I've been burnt. Both Sean and I have been burned by that several times. Yes. Really? Uh, I almost got into a fist fight with Tracy Murray's father Why? at a Warriors Wizards game. Uh, I yelled, You suck, Murray, once when he committed a foul, not realizing that the guy wearing like a diamond M around his neck was Tracy Murray's father. Oh, no. And then I like really shut up, but he just kept yelling about it and like cursing me out for like 15 straight minutes. And then finally I said, Michael Jordan just bought the, just dating myself. This was in 2001. Uh, I said, Michael Jordan just bought the Wizards, and he, the first thing he's going to do is cut your son. Holy and then, shit. And then it was like almost a physical fight. Uh, and I was at a summer league one time <laughs> with a where we both no faults of my own. I was with a, let's call him a wild card. Uh, and at one game, he was demanding Earl Clark go into the, he was screaming, Get in the paint, big man, at Earl Clark. And Earl Clark's parents were like, that's not his game. <laughs> uh, and then a day later, I think I've, I've told this on the podcast, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll short, long story short, John Shire of the former of Duke, Duke fame, guard. former annoying Duke white guy, uh, got poked in the eye. And uh, by a Golden State Warriors player, 
and my friend yelled, that's how we do it in the bay. Oh, my God. And then it turned out the very nice middle-aged white couple sitting in front of us were John Shire's parents. And then he was on the ground for 15 minutes, and his parents looked, gave us dirty looks, got up, and then went to the uh, the floor because John Shire was so hurt. Uh, and then we left in shame, and as we were walking out, an ambulance drove by, oh and it turns God. out John Shire is, like, blind now. Yeah, he's ne- his <laughs> vision has never come back from That's that. That's how you do it in the Bay. <laughs> so, uh, so Alan Williams went to UC Santa Barbara, by the way. <laughs> okay, so here's Party school. <laughs> um, this, Alan Williams' parents were incredible. After someone fouled her baby boy, Alan Williams' mom screamed, That's assault in California! Yeah, that's tight. Which rules, okay. Then, after a bad call on Williams, his dad shamed one of the refs that weren't good enough to be actual refs. Uh Because Mm -hmm. Summer League is also Summer League for refs, which is great. And so he was like, That's why you got that blue shirt on! That's why you got that blue shirt (laughs) on! Wow! Which was incredible. And then, um, after the opposing player who got the bad call missed both free throws both the parents jumped up and down screaming ball don't lie ball that's don't amazing lie, which is great the only negative on alan williams that i have uh-huh. listed on his entertainment scouting report is after googling i found out both his parents are cops oh so, wow yeah they're both like santa barbara sheriffs or some shit so i'm gonna tell you right now you called that one right because oh, the yeah. son signed him to a $6 million a year contract Boom. for four years. Boom. Also, at Summer League this year, before he signed that deal, enthusiastic, insanely supportive fan of the Suns Summer League team and giving the refs the business just like that. Yeah. All right, so who's your second guy? Yeah. All right, Dragon Bender. Ooh. Here's the thing. Yeah, what would you say about him? <laughs> These are plus minuses. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. Here's the plus. His name. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Plus number two, he looks like a stretched out silly putty version of Daniel Radcliffe, like a real life blooper from Swiss Army Man. Mm-hmm. Here's the minus. He did. He visibly did not want to be part of any play that involved him doing anything but missing a three pointer. Yeah, that's still <laughs> going on. Okay. The plus, he learned English by watching The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm-hmm. A minus, he also learned English by watching Friends. So mm-hmm. I say those two things make him bad. Is he bad? He's pretty bad. Can I, I show say. you this official ESPN headshot of his, yes. which I believe is both bad and entertaining? Oh, my God. He looks <laughs> he looks like he should be wearing two types of light denim <laughs> at all times. And just like he looks like he should be friends with a guy who's bad at parkour. Yeah, he's. It's an extremely Euro-looking face. He has one eyebrow raised for no reason, and he seems severely cross-eyed. Mm. And Joey, what do you think about the facial hair situation? He's just thumbs down. There, thumbs down. He looks like a. He looks like a a Euro Plumley cousin. Um, all right. So he's yeah, seven one. Dragon Bender, not good. Okay, good. Right, I'm right. Sean. Yeah, he just turned twenty. But he's not good. I don't. He's I don't not going to make so. it. I don't think. All right. So he's Josh, very tall. Right but twice. No. All right. Two go. for two. All right. Here we go. Uh, Devin Booker. Uh, I wrote that he was clearly the most talented player on the court. This was in a Boston Phoenix summer mm-hmm. league game. And watching him, he was so good and like at scoring 
that it was incredible to see with my own eyes the line of demarcation between like guy who is a superstar athlete and just body yeah just like guy who's better at basketball than anyone i'll ever meet in my entire life Mm -hmm. but who is just a clown like when compared to like actual nba players oh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah yeah and like because in summer league watching devin booker up against just like people that aren't even scrubs like people that are lower than scrubs yeah like was like that's how good he was to watch um and also he uh he like was so mean in his like play like it was so rude the way that he played like his shit talking i described as the native american style using every part of his body to talk shit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like he uh he like he looked like a rich asshole and everybody else was a struggling waiter like i would say he's still like that he gets into an enormous amount of fights and physical confrontations for like other a, NBA I, players like young, hate him. Well, except they like they, they like him as a player, but they I would say this he's like the person that has the biggest gulf between what Joey thinks their quality is and what like other NBA players ostensibly think he's like. Like he had a seventy point game last year. Right. But And he just dropped like what, forty something? Yeah. 46. But it was like kind of not that great as 70. I don't yeah. know. I'm not a fan, but I he's fine. He reminds me of a player from the 90s like post Jordan. Yeah. He's like Jerry Stackhouse but not tough. And he was like the <laughs> youngest guy in his draft class. Yeah. Right. So, he just like the thing about like the rich waiter thing is like he's just like so rude and like you just have to deal with it because deep down inside, you know how the that's just how the world works. Yeah, and there's I, like nothing you can do to change the fact that he's gonna score. The thing about him and other NBA players, I feel like is, and D'Angelo Russell, I sort of feel like this is too, is like the two of them are like represent a weird generation gap in the NBA, where it's like a bunch of different millen- like. It's like these are millennials now where like the other guys are like millennials. You know what I mean? Right. Where it's like Devin Booker's kinda like Jake Paul if he played basketball. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my next one. And this guy, uh he was all pluses. Tyler Ulis. Tyler Ulis all pluses. Uh because he's five eight. Mm-hmm. Uh and like they have to move around twice as much to be noticed. That's just mm-hmm. science. Yeah. And so, like, watching him play, it looked like he was being directed by John Woo. Like, that birds would just fly out at all times because he had to do these, like, unstoppable feats in order to just be a 5'8 mm-hmm. dude playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like watching, like, a mouse that had somehow figured out how to hold a gun. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, this is incredible. I can't stop watching. <laughs> but also, like, there is no God. Like, I'm watching this, and I'm like, this is an instrument of chaos. Yeah. Um, also, according to FamousBirthdays.com, he's the fourth most popular basketball player who's a Capricorn, which blows my mind. That can't be true. Mm-hmm. Tyler Ulyss did that, which makes me like him so, a lot. So what I'll tell you is Tyler Ulyss is – he's sort of just been okay this season, right? Sean he's been gonna, bad this he's season. He's been bad. But, but bad, but I mean no, but to watch? Well, here's what I'm going to tell you right now. Last season, 
at one point. He had a game where he scored scored 34 points and had nine assists. There we go. Uh, it's hard to judge anyone on the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, it's weird you're so fixated on the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> well, these were the games that I watched. Well, these are all interesting players. Yes. It's just, is Tyler Ulysses the shortest player in the NBA? Uh, well, the Cavs guy got cut, uh, yeah. Kay Felder. So I think probably. I mean, he fought his way into, I think, the starting lineup by the end of last year. Yeah, but now Mike James, another Tyler Ulysses kind of guy, stole his job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Tyler Ulysses, though, was at least like a college star. Yeah. So here we go. Next, moving on to the next game I watched, which was Memphis and Milwaukee. Okay. Is a guy named DJ Stevens on Memphis? I don't think I so. I don't think he so. didn't make it. Of how many guys they have, I mean, they might. They have a lot of like, they have so many guys that are like second round picks and unsigned. Okay, DJ Stevens. He has a crazy picture here too. Mm -hmm. Let me just show is he you. on the team? Let me just show you. The oh my god, that DJ looks Stevens. like a mugshot. That is absurd. How poorly lit that is. Uh. He is. He He's, was a University of Memphis guy, and he is. Well, he was on. He was a Milwaukee guy. He was playing I'm, in the D League, and he has. He is playing in France for yeah. Le Mans. Okay, so he's currently playing in France. Yeah. Okay, he was the most entertaining player I saw in all of summer, <laughs> and I mean that because he would have these like huge dunks and just like monster terrifying blocks and like alley oops, and batshit insane unassisted turnovers mm -hmm. just like unforced errors and everything he did there was like one uh series <laughs> where he got a rebound and accidentally stepped out with 0.04 seconds left mm -hmm. and then milwaukee inbounded with an alley-oop and he just blocked it to end the quarter so he created his own play sure not traditional play mm -hmm. i mean like play to watch yeah yeah well, no, me, I got like you. at the end of the most exciting game that i watched the entire weekend he missed two clutch free throws just so we could go and watch more <laughs> and go into overtime <laughs> mm -hmm. in the game and and so like the thing that i like about him is that he's not a shot creator he's a content creator mm -hmm. and i've never seen that in the nba and I, so i think he should be the first player i think vine Currently, Dead Vine should sponsor him. You are describing a man I wish you would have loved. You would have loved him. Uh, you are you basically just described Anthony Randolph, my favorite player ever to me. All right, uh, uh, can I give you some DJ Stevens facts real yes. fast? Highest vertical leap, uh, standing vertical leap, and running vertical leap in NBA Combine history. See? Because Pat Connaughton had that fake one. He had a fake one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just, I think he played a couple games for the Bucks a few years ago. Last year, he, he left that Memphis Summer League team, did not get a contract, went to Ukraine, and won the Ukrainian League. So he is a Ukrainian <laughs> champion. Good for Didn't him. Didn't contribute to the NBA, but in the Ukraine, he probably is, like, the Stephon a god. Yeah, mm -hmm. like... And Hell yeah. The, the, yeah there's and no one in the Ukraine has ever dunked like that. Yeah. Those people need gods. All right, move on, Josh. We okay. got to 
quicken this up a All little right. bit. Um, I did a scouting report on – well, so I was watching the Toronto-Dallas game, mm-hmm. and that game was literally one to nothing for two minutes. Tight. Sounds um, like Summer League. So I'm going to do a quick um, scouting report on the Flintstone slot machine. We're going to talk about slot machines later, so let's move on. Let's okay, go, let's okay. do players. I have a scouting report on that. Um, <laughs> okay. If anyone wants Josh's uh, scouting report on the Flintstone slot machine, just tweet at him at Patreon. Shut up and it's not, it's not a Patre- on Twitter. Patreon Instagram bonus. <laughs> oh, Instagram you. You got rid of Twitter? I'm, like, not on Twitter anymore. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> um, Patrick McCaw, mm-hmm. uh, he had the best story right because um he was like unlv mm-hmm. uh and he he looked like he was he was always in the right place at the right time on defense uh-huh. uh and that's about as much good as i can say about him because he absolutely refused to be entertaining the entire summer league like there were two opportunities where he could have just dunked where he was all alone and like mm-hmm. made a big play and he and literally no one was around him and he still did a layup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's super boring. Yeah, you've described Patrick McCaw though. He's all he he's he just does the correct thing as a basketball player. Okay. He was yeah. he was fun this last summer league because they were making him play point guard. So and he, he just, was like shooting. He had a lot. he just had no choice but to do things. Oh, okay, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, because he just he just seemed to refuse to do anything. All right, is a guy named Thomas Walkup still on the Warriors? No. Okay, because his name is Thomas Walkup, and he looks like Seth Green. So um, if we could Google what Thomas Walkup is up to. Yeah, we got to. His name is Thomas Walkup, dude. Let's, That's uh, the most fucking, like. He definitely has. Default a, player name he, I've ever heard. Not only does he kind of look like Seth Rogen, he looks like he's in disguise. He looks like, like Seth in, Rogen in port- was Seth Green. Or if Seth Green did a Seth Rogen costume. Okay, so he is currently... He's from Pasadena, Texas. Oh, wow, the good Pasadena. <laughs> uh, I bet you there's also a Cheesecake Factory there. He currently plays for MHP Reason Ludwigsburg, uh, which is the German League. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell by that name. Uh. They're he's, good. They're a good German team. Yeah, are they? He plays for the German basketball I mean, Bundesliga, is what it's called. <laughs> so, is he? Can, can we look and see if he's happy? Can you Google and see if uh, he's happy? Let's see. There is a long personal life section. It's strange. That mentions that he looks like Bryce Harper. Weird. Uh, his nickname is Fresh Cut. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. All right, so we it's learn- because he got cut. He gets cut all the time. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. All right. <laughs> uh, Thomas Walkup, we now know, edits his own Wikipedia page mm-hmm. because there's no way anybody calls him Fresh Cut. Or also, there's no way that anybody knows that and would put that on Wikipedia who isn't Thomas Walkup. Uh, do you want to see what his girlfriend looks like? I mean, yes. Here's him and his girlfriend. They actually look very happy. Yeah, she's an athlete. Good for him. Okay. Is Mamadou still in the league? Which Mamadou? Mamadou, Mamadou and Dai. Yeah, he's Dai. always floating around. Okay. But I don't think he's on a team right now, but he'll he's a ten day call up. He looked like he could be a Game of Thrones character if Game of Thrones cast black people. <laughs> like he looked incredible. Like he just watching him was so amazing. He galloped like a graceful train. Uh-huh. He um I started a big, huge, tall guy chant during Summer League, and people joined in. 
He may have quit basketball. Yeah. He played like somebody told him he what got basketball was by a two D weeks ago. Team on November tenth, the seven foot six. Yeah, he's UC Irvine. He's gone. Center. Yeah, yeah. He. I don't think he plays basketball anymore. Uh, does he have any interesting tweets? His most recent tweet is, "I'm good, bro." <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing: he's not because the only time he had like any opportunity to score. He was past the ball, and he just with his giant hands clapped, and the ball just went flying. Mm-hmm. Um, Common like, problem with giant people. Everybody booed him, and I got so sad. And I stood up and I started yelling that he, he just he's too big, and you have to be nice to him because he's just <laughs> too big, and that's okay. And oh that's, my god, he has so he has official dot com. And oh, thank God to, to get rid the of all the bootleg Mamadou sites. Anyway, he has a thing that's called Wingspan's Goal. It, the goal is to raise $1,000. Oh, no. It is 5% funded so oh, far. No. He has raised $50. Oh, no. There's also Do the Do Apparel. You can get a pullover sweatshirt with a logo of him stretching out basketballs with wings, and it says Wingspan. Uh, that hoodie is $50. Okay, so somebody on. bought one hoodie. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> um, all right, here there was a guy in the Lakers named Ethan, and it does just, he have a first name? Yeah, it's Ethan. His What's first, his second name? I don't know, but it blew my mind <laughs> that there was a professional athlete named Ethan. Okay, has there ever been another Ethan athlete? Uh, I mean, Ethan Frome was pretty athletic. <laughs> he crashed that sled. Who is that? <laughs> Character from literature. <laughs> from right, Edith Wharton. Move book. on. <laughs> that was it, dude. I just wrote about okay. Ethan. There might have been a guy named Luscious on the Lakers, but I could have just been making that up because I was really high. I'm going to say, Josh, so that's your entire, you're done with your scouting reports? You um, got anybody else? I mean, I got other people, but like, okay, Larry Nance Jr. Sure. Um he It'd be just, weird if you scouted Larry Nance Sr. at Summer League, but Larry keep going. Larry Nance Sr., he ate a hot dog. Um, he, he just looks like the type of dude that, like, if you work at a shitty job, you are like, man, I hate this job. But Larry's, like, really nice. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he just looks like the type of dude that, like, says the thing that's, like, a little basic and a little broy. But you're like, Larry means well. And, like, yeah, the joke about the tie's a little corny, but, like, I am smiling right now. Thanks, Larry. I would say that describes Larry Nance as a basketball player, right, Sean? Wouldn't you? Yeah, I think that's right. And he'll probably <laughs> never be more than that. I mean, he's like a he's like, okay. he's like a serv- serviceable NBA rotation big. Right. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. We've got a game for you, Josh. Hell Ethan yeah. Ragg is in the German League. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh. We've got a game for you. Well, very specifically, Sean has a game for you. Yeah, so this is a game. uh, Basically, we're going to go through NBA owners. I'm going to give you their name and the team that they own. And you're going to tell me, just based on those two things, what do you think they do? Where do you think they made their money from? How can they afford to be an NBA owner? I also don't know the answers. Yeah, I, I have researched these. Um... So I will be playing with you, Josh. Yeah, okay. So your, yeah. your first name, you might know what this guy does. Mickey Arison, owner of the Miami Heat. Miami Heat, Mickey Arison. Josh, Mickey where do you think he Arison. got his money? I think he got his money 
He's in Miami. Yeah, I think that he killed Versace. <laughs> Whoa! I think that he he, fra- he framed that dude. He framed that dude. Wrote the story, sold the rights, mm-hmm. and that's how. Bless me. Sorry. Um, I'm seizing the truth. You know, it's, <laughs> and and he just he like. He stole a bunch of shit, and then he just threw a series of shaky real estate investments. Uh, he's gotten enough money for the heat. Okay, not bad, Josh. I think, first off, I'm a little embarrassed. I don't actually know what Mickey Harrison got his money from. Oh. But I think his dad founded Sandals Resorts. Wow. <laughs> You're actually pretty close because he is the longtime CEO of Carnival Cruise Lines. Yeah, wow. baby. I, wow. Although I think that name sounds like a half Irish, half Jewish bootlegger slash bookmaker. Yeah. Hey, Mickey Aronson, he's the perfect guy yeah. for the mafia. Um, okay, your next person, Wick Grossbeck. I don't know oh if I'm saying God. his last name or his first name right. It's Wick. I know that. Wick Grossbag. Uh, and Grossbeck. He Grossbeck. Yeah, Grossbeck. I think it's Grossbeck, but Wick spelled Grossbeck. Gross, Wick Grossbeck. And Wick is spelled W Y C. Oh, of course uh, it is. And uh, so he he owns the Boston Celtics. Um, he got his money in the Armenian genocide. <laughs> He uh, stole the Zanku chicken recipe. Um, okay, I think Wick Grossbeck got his money. Ooh, Boston, eh? Uh, I think he founded Racism University. <laughs> no, I think he publishes crime novels. <laughs> <laughs> um, that he just um, that he sells before they're even written to Hollywood to make movies about. That's where he got his fortune. Uh, looks like, I'm guessing, born rich. <laughs> he went to Princeton. He rode on an undefeated lightweight crew team that won the Ivy League and National Rowing Championships. Uh, oh, he went to Harvard, right? He went to Princeton. Oh, okay. He went to Princeton, and then he went the to Harvard Stanford for business school. Then he went to Michigan Law School. Uh he and his father founded the group that bought the Boston Celtics, and he was a venture capital guy. Okay. That, to me, says Born just, rich. yeah, he inherited a bunch of money. Uh, by the way, his name is short for uh, Wycliffe. See, you should have asked us what his name was short for. Yeah. What did you think his Wickleford. name? Wickleford. Oh. <laughs> well, I think it, it, it appears to be Wycliffe, and I assume that means he's also stolen a lot of money from poor people in Haiti. It's gone till November. Just like the Fuji. <laughs> um, uh, your next guy is Tom Gorez, who owns the Pistons. Can you spell Gorez for me? G-O-R-E-S. So I may not be pronouncing Tom that. Gores. It's Gores, yeah. Gores? Okay. Tom Gores. You know what? I'm going to say... He owns a like a factory that purposefully makes poison dog food. <laughs> and I'm going to show you what this guy looks like. Oh, never can mind. Can I see a picture okay, of him, please? Hold on. Yeah, you can see a picture. Oh, Tom Gores looks like he's been airbrushed. Tom <laughs> Gores made money. He was the f- he Tom Gores every picture of him looks like 1983. <laughs> There's no way that All right. 
So Tom Gorse invented the alto saxophone. That's how he got his money. If you you need to, I don't care if you're driving. You need to Google him right now. Every single picture on Google image searches of him. These are all winners. They all. I'm partial to him with a soccer ball. They. All... He also looks like a little bit drunk in all of them. 100%. Not like, and he doesn't look really drunk in any of them. Yeah, he like look at these. Joe. Okay, he, he looks really drunk in this one, but he's the Jim Irsay of the NFL or at the NBA. He looks like, uh, <laughs> he looks kind of like if 1987 Dennis Miller got tan and did steroids, but then didn't age that much <laughs> didn't work out either yeah um all right so you think he invented the alto saxophone yeah uh i think he <laughs> owned pizza chains and then sold them you're actually kind of close <laughs> wait i'm not well he he it, it's very shady because he and his brother both became billionaires thanks to quote the buyout business so he Ooh. he would like buy parts of companies and like it sounds like he just raids them uh also his birth name is Tufik Georgius uh he was born in Nazareth much like Jesus Christ well he was born <laughs> in Bethlehem but but yes yes yeah he's from Nazareth um he has a Bachelor of Science in Construction Management, but apparently he learned the buyout business. Ellipsis, he and his brother are billionaires. Okay. <laughs> and he has like a... Does they, this Wikipedia say, don't ask any more questions? It, it sounds... It's like, I don't understand how this works. Uh, All right, yeah, he lives in Beverly Hills. Who's next, John? Our next guy is Larry Tannenbaum, owner of the Toronto Raptors. Oh, this one's easy. The names. Here's the thing, though. Larry Tannenbaum, but Canadian. It's a yeah. different. That's a different Larry Tannenbaum. You know what I mean? Right. Because Larry Tannenbaum in America, like he's he's he sells discount big screen TVs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Larry Tannenbaum. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. V. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's that Canadian Larry Tannenbaum could be anything yeah I'm gonna say that he uh he patented the first Roomba Zamboni Ooh, and he made his billions off of that I'm gonna say his dad owns a hockey team um it does not appear <laughs> that his dad was oh well his dad his dad owned a steep York Steel. So it sounds like he was born. He has a giant company that apparently makes like concrete mostly. It's all civil engineering, <laughs> ready mix concrete, trepping and pike manufacturing. I mean, it seems like this is the first person that like produces a real thing. Yeah. Larry Tannenbaum. And he was born rich. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and born rich. You uh, disrupting the Zamboni industry. Disrupting the Zamboni industry. Billionaire. Uh, let's go. I'm gonna skip. I think you you get to know who Tillman Fertitta is. No, I, I do. I yeah. don't. Tillman Fertitta. Tillman. Yeah. Tillman. Tillman Fertitta. He, oh, he just bought the Houston Rockets. Uh, Tillman Fertitta sounds like he made his money, like at You're the never, Moulin Rouge. You are never gonna 
be able to guess a funnier answer than Til- what he actually did. Tillman Fertitta sounds like he oh, he like he made like the rainforest cafe of drag queens. It's wild that you said that because he actually owns Rainforest Cafe and Bubba no. Gump Shrimp Company no. and yeah. Houston. No, yeah, yeah. he owns no. the Rainforest Cafe. No fucking way. <laughs> and he has a what's his CNBC show called? I like, don't remember. Like Shut the, the billionaire. <laughs> yeah, he owns the Rainforest Cafe. That's insane. Cafe. He's a restaurant he's, magnate. Yeah. He sounds like he owns shitty restaurants. Yeah, he's yeah. a just chain, based on his chain restaurant. Holy uh, shit! Yeah. yeah, it's Lowry's is the main. Yeah. Thing. Uh, yeah. Oh, the seasoning but, salt? But you know, no, no, Lowry's. Uh, but it's all Kyle's like, company. Uh, but it's all like, um, uh, no, it's Lowry's. You're right, Lowry. not Lowry's. Yeah. But it's seasoning it's, salt. But yeah, they bought Bubba Gumps. They bought. They own Rainforest Cafe. They own. Um, so does this make you and like now they claim jumper? Does this make you like Toronto more or hate Toronto? More? No, this he is the Houston Rock. Oh, I'm sorry. Does this make hate you... them more? Oh, this yeah, guy's yeah. a fucking monster. Yeah. yeah. When he, I was working at the Bubba Gum Shrimp Trump Company, guy. Oh I was working at the Bubba Gum Shrimp Company when Laurie's bought it for like the last two months I was there. And like you had to start paying them to get an employee discount. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a monthly <laughs> fee to get an employee discount. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, You guys might know a few of these. Uh, Glenn Taylor, who owns the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, he sounds like a pants man. That dude sounds like he it works in pants and uh, belts. <laughs> <laughs> I know who Glenn Taylor is, but again, I don't know why he's rich. I'm going to say dad. <laughs> rich dad. Pants uh, and belts. He's he's like a million years old, though. He is. He was born in 1941. All right, pantaloons <laughs> the be- and suspenders. The beginning of this is so bizarre. During college, he worked at a place called Carlson Wedding Service, a print shop specializing in formal invitations. He bought the retiring owner out and then the turned wedding it in- invitation industry. And then he turned it into a privately held multinational printing company with electronics. And for a while, he was a state senator and at one point bought the Minnesota Star Tribune. Yeah, I knew he was a senator. Uh, state senator. So, yeah. But I mean, the yeah. Bucks owner was the real senator. Yeah. So Senator Herb Cole, <laughs> four-time WNBA champ as an owner. However. Okay. Um, next, John? And then uh, Clay Bennett, Oklahoma City Thunder. I know this fracking. one. Yeah, yeah, it's fracking. Yeah, fracking. Yeah, fracking. It's exactly <laughs> what it sounds like, though. Clay Bennett. Yeah. Uh, okay, Herbert Simon, Indiana Pacers. Oh man, Herbert Simon sounds like he makes his money in fucking like. Warning other billionaires of like to change their ways. Like he just sounds <laughs> like he's like, it's me, Herbert Simon. <laughs> I'm wearing these chains. What team does he fucking own? The Indiana, Indiana Exactly. I've been chained to mediocrity for years. Like, yeah, it sounds like he uh, he makes his money through elaborate Christmas Carol type things. Like, then they end up. They end up like giving all their money to charity, and he gets a cut, like GoFundMe. I'm gonna say billboards. Uh, <laughs> he owns like a bunch of billboards. <laughs> it's uh, shopping malls. Shopping Damn mall it. real Cl- estate I was close, man. He is very old too. He's 83 years <laughs> Honestly, old. Honestly, that's a chain dead business. <laughs> shopping malls. 
<laughs> he also I was right. his his third wife is a former Miss Universe from Thailand. No way. And this creepy old guy's got an Asian <laughs> wife. Stop the press's other owner who owns a printing company. Uh, he married her when he was 68 years old. And she Thai. was? 33. That's actually older than I thought. Two biological children. All right. John, and two alien children. All right. Our final owner for this, Peter Holt, San Antonio Spurs. We know we've heard about this. Pete Holt. Pete Holt. Um, so he owns the Spurs, which are coached by Pop, who is uh, a leftist. Mm-hmm. Um, but not as much of a leftist as the Rainforest Cafe guys coach now. Mike D'Antoni. Is the most leftist? He gave money to Bernie, bro. Oh, they're fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, like, I don't know. Fucking Pop took the players to go see Cornell West. That's the tightest thing ever. Um, what's his name? Peter Holt. Peter Holt. Which is like a VC kind of name, but it, right. that's not it. I'm going to say... Hats. He made his money in hats. It's accessories. I'm going to widen it to accessories. all accessories. That's fair. That's fair. It's San Antonio. I'm going to stay real estate. Uh, he is actually made his money via Caterpillar dealerships. <laughs> so giant construction equipment, that business dr- with a set. Also, I believe only NBA owner who served in Vietnam. I mean, also Caterpillar like directly makes money for like Israeli settlement shit. Like, like Caterpillar is like one of the companies that's like directly on the front lines of just like. Brutalizing the Palestinian people, so someone should tell Pop that because I feel like Pop comes down on Israel Palestine well, better than most people. He doesn't. He's not actually. He doesn't work for Caterpillar. He's a Caterpillar dealer in Texas. Oh so he yeah, like owns oh, like car dealerships, oh, but yeah. for like a... I don't fucking farm the heroin. I just deal it. <laughs> I'm just saying he's probably I'm not, not selling guy. any to the Middle East. No, no, no. Those it's are all, heavy. They're, they're all made in. Israel on the saddle. Oh, that's so where the they make goes. them. Yeah, dude, it's insane. That seems so inefficient. Yeah, it's really stupid. Um, yeah, he just he worked in Texas. Uh, oh, and his great grandfather uh, developed the first practical track type trailer. Tra- not trailer, tractor. Tractor. Mm. So his great grandfather invented the tractor. Basically, yeah. That's so weird. <laughs> That's so weird. It's like, yeah, you know that tractor? That thanks, great grandpappy. It's like if you knew somebody who invented like the iron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're like Yeah. That's such a boring thing to be the guy behind. Nobody's ever gotten fingered because their grandpa invented the tractor. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh he also has a purple heart. So baby killer <laughs> all right um so that's that game fun game good game sean good game. Good that was game. a weird one yeah uh all right one last thing for you josh yes you're a slot machine enthusiast yeah bitch you love slot machines oh baby so this is what we're gonna end our show on which nba player should have their own slot machine fuck <laughs> meta world peace it's pretty good. That'd be a good one. Metal he has piece. a lot of original music that you could use. I, I just think, like, 
because what I think of, right, like the best part about the slot machines are like when the the little dude is on the screen and like interacts with the right. reels. And so to have Meta Peace, Meta World Peace, at like at one point, like it all goes red and it's Ron Artest again and it's the Malice in the Palace. Mm-hmm. And like he just comes and just starts punching wilds into all the things, uh-huh. throwing chairs and whole rows go wild. Like, yeah, dude, Ron Artest, Meta World Peace. You'd have By the to way, listen to his music though. However, uh, only when you win. Did you know that he has signed for the big three? And he's going to be playing with Chauncey Billups and Steven Jackson. I'm so excited. All players, Chauncey Billups, Steven Jackson, all at the Malice. I know. Are, are they Are they the, the Malices? No. What? They should be. <laughs> yeah. There's no, their name is not that great. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. But anyway, he's playing as Ron Artest because he's met a world piece, but Ron Artest was the defensive player of the year. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, that's insane and very sad and troubling. Um, the other bonus is, um, there's one where you get like vertical rows all wild mm-hmm. while he trips and falls down the stairs on Christmas drunk on vodka, uh, like he did, and he hurt his leg and had to miss two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the most relatable moment of any NBA player in history for me. All right, Sean, who do you think? Who's your NBA slot machine? I mean, I feel like Giannis would be a good one, but his it's arms just, it's, just stretch forever, and the reels keep growing. Smoothies are wild, <laughs> yeah. But he's like too big a star now. No, but so I would love to. I would love like a Morris twins slot machine because they've oh, had so yeah. many adventures. <laughs> the, like I mean, you get the if, parking lot come bonus, on, dude. If you're gonna get, if you're gonna do twins, you know what twins it should Brooke be. Brooke and Robin, yeah. <laughs> they just don't do. It. I mean. Well, what if what if you could have a slot machine about all NBA like twins? So you could have the Collins twins, <laughs> the Lopez twins, the Grants, the Grants. <laughs> I I, I want to go back to Giannis because I do really love the idea of like big diamonds, but instead of the diamonds shattering, it's smoothies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and you could just have a lot of like fun Greek stuff too. Uh, yeah, Maria. It would have to be at Caesars. <laughs> yeah, Caesars exclusive. I want. I have a legend. Nita Vardalos. Yeah. I don't think I wouldn't pick a current NBA player. Who would you? Pick? Oh. I want a Reggie Miller slot machine. Ooh. And like, uh, you know, the bonuses are like there's a like a broadcasting bonus where he says like a bunch of crazy stuff when you're doing it. Uh-huh. Uh There's one where you have to pick. Uh, seven points in, I mean, seven baskets in uh, 11 seconds. Yeah. But if you pick Spike Lee, the bonus is over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Spike Lee's face as uh, the bonus. Yeah. Like uh, the wilds are him doing the choke sign. Yep. Yeah. I just think Reggie Miller, there's enough. It, and it should be just be called Reggie Miller versus the New York Knicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, That's great. Really good. We could have Cheryl Miller show up. Yeah. Is she, is she, Positive or negative for positive, you? Positive, because she's the best Miller. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't <laughs> It doesn't like shame Re- Reggie too much. <laughs> no, no, no. He's always taking the high road on that, right? It seems Usually, like he has. Yeah. And you can get like, the whole Turner family incorporated. That yeah. would be fun. Man, also, there probably has been a Shaq slot machine. Probably. Oh, and it probably sucks. Yeah. The worst one would be a Dwight Howard slot machine. That would be so <laughs> fucking awful. It would be so loud, though. Actually, it might be the best one. <laughs> it might be the best Now I'm machine. like... <laughs> Just Dwight doing bits. Because like, what if... OJ, he... like, juiced shit. 
there's a chance he could be on like six more teams. Uh, I would also be pretty into a Lin Sanity slot machine that just captured that like 16 day period. Yeah, <laughs> you'd have to have like super topical <laughs> stuff too. Like, no man, only music that was popular in those two and a half days. weeks <laughs> before he hurt his knee. <laughs> I'd love to Mello see Carmelo's what Mello yeah, is Mello's, what busts the, Mello the busts you every time. <laughs> <laughs> and then like JD and the straight shot show up. <laughs> Amazing. Uh but yeah, the Dwight machine I think would actually be good. Yeah, because it, it would be, be so, so bad, bad it would be good. It's yeah. like that Pitbull slot machine. Have you played the Pitbull one? Not yet. But well, I know it's first on my off, list. it's not just straight Pitbull. It's a Playboy slot machine featuring Pitbull. So wait, Pitbull makes a cameo on a slot machine? It plays his music the entire time, and you can pick between three songs. But, like, certain bonuses trigger certain. So, like, the Don't Stop the Party bonus is one. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) But, like, instead of, like, Pitbull is only one thing. The rest are all Playboy playmates, and it is very loud. Which coach should have a slot machine? Don Nelson. Thibodeau. <laughs> you just it, it's just film room practice. <laughs> the whole windowless time. apartment. Yeah, it's perfect. It's just about him ignoring women so that he could focus on uh, basketball. Oh, you know what though? Actually, the best coach, the best exec, the Pat Riley slot machine. Oh, oh, yeah. Glamorous, <laughs> fun. The Jerry Bus. Slot machine where you're just having party. Oh my god, the Donald Sterling <laughs> slot machine. <laughs> what about the Tom Gores where you're just like knifing dudes? <laughs> buy out. You're in the buy up. It's called buy up business. <laughs> buy up business and just like hitting dudes with bats until they let you take over their trucks, and then eventually you're a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, the Tom Gores slash Stringer Bell fucking <laughs> 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 machine. All right. Uh, well, that's been our episode. This is that's fun. our one hundredth yeah. episode. That's After dark, guys. Josh, what would you like to plug? Um, I have a podcast called Left Coast. It's at Left Coast Pod on Twitter. Uh, you should listen to it because uh, it is good. I am asleep. <laughs> uh, Sean, punchline, uh, yard barker articles Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, as always, you can, uh, follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where it was also a big day for me on Twitter because I tweeted, thanks for all the birthday wishes, y'all. I'm 32, 32, dirty 30 plus two. Oh, wow. Wow. (laughs) He's, he's having a foursome for his birthday. (laughs) Congratulations, Frankie. Do you think Frankie Muniz like goes to like a Best Western in like Ames, Iowa, and gets like noticed by like a kind of cute like housekeeping? Dude, he worker? almost won Dancing with the Stars last week, so mm-hmm. leave him be. He's in a long-term <laughs> committed relationship with uh, Paige Price, and also or... has had so many concussions he does not remember appearing on Malcolm in the Middle. Wait, what? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he has CTE, bro. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, Trust the process. Trust the process. Shut it down. Let's not remember being on Malcolm in the Middle. Back, Back to the bay. 
finna bring another one back to the bay. Show the whole game how to act in the bay. Squad stacked in the bay. You can hate, but you can't ignore the facts in the bay. Look, the earth we stand on is clay. And the turf we claim is carefully placed on a strong foundation. A nation to watch us paving the way in amazement. And the sweat breaks out with a smile and a head shake. You can taste the spice. Chef Curry cooking up. Look at them shook as they know that their ankles may break. And they could rant all day. About to rant coming over the play. But real talk, who wouldn't want to live in the bay? Best place in the golden state. Face the music. Hyphy. But never lost the blues that the pulpit. The gospel the Matt Barnes. Yeah, we still believe and stand tall. Stay centered at JaVel McGee. But the key thing, no matter what they I seen, they can't see us. We dream in Draymond Green. Cooler than Petrullius yeah. there. We gets busy, but stay calm and drop bombs like Iggy. You way too jiggy. We way too focused. You know this from the O to the skull to the valley. Joe to San Hold this. It's metaphorical to ride here. The crowd in the town gets this. Call it oracle. How loud is the town business? Loud enough to shut them down. Loud enough you feel it every time we come around. Loud enough to shake the ground and still keep them flocking to Oakland. Keep talking while we win another trophy. About to bring it back to the bay. Finna bring another one back to the bay. Show the whole game how to act in the bay. Squad stacked in the bay. You can hate, but you can't ignore the facts in the bay. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.